This is the Our Pets Health podcast and I'm your host, Dr. Alex Avery, the veterinarian behind ourpetshealth.com, where my aim is to bring you pet health information all about helping you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. And today I want to talk to you about one of the most serious poisonings that your cat might come across. It really is nasty. In my mind, it actually probably rates number one, and that is antifreeze. So keep listening to find out exactly why that is, what the signs of antifreeze poisoning are in your cat, what you need to look out for, as well as what the treatment is and what their chance of survival is. But before we get into that, um, if you've listened before and you like what you hear, I'd love it if you could take couple of minutes when you come to the end of this podcast just to leave me a review over on iTunes. It helps more than you can imagine. And if you're new here, make sure you're subscribed. It's free and you'll just get notified every time I release a new podcast episode. So with that out of the way, let's get into the episode. To my mind, antifreeze poisoning in cats rates as the most serious common toxicity seen in veterinary practice. Stay tuned as I discuss why this is, what symptoms and signs to look out for, how much antifreeze will kill a cat, and just how likely they are to survive. Hi, if we've not met before, I'm Dr. Alex from ourpetshealth.com, and my aim is to help you and your cat to live a healthier, happier life. So make sure you're subscribed if that's something that you're interested in. So what is antifreeze and where is it found? Well, the main active ingredient in antifreeze is a chemical known as ethylene glycol, and it is this that is poisonous. So don't confuse this with propylene glycol, which is a completely different chemical that is found in many products, as well as certain foods and drinks. Propylene glycol can be found in certain antifreeze products, but even here it is generally considered safe. Ethylene glycol is the ingredient you need to be worried about. So now that confusion's out of the way, where do you find antifreeze? Well, the most common use of antifreeze is in cars, either in radiator fluid, screen wash, and some de-icers. Understandably then, the most common source of antifreeze poisoning in cats is in garages, driveways, and in workshops. So antifreeze is though sometimes put in the water of ornamental ponds and water features in gardens, and poisoning has been known to occur from this source, even though the product has been diluted with a large amount of water. So how is antifreeze poisonous to cats? Well, one big issue with antifreeze is the fact that it seems to be attractive to cats. It has a sweet taste, which makes it appealing to dogs and children. Now, as you may know though, cats can't actually taste sweet but nonetheless, they do still appear to be attracted to the taste of antifreeze. And this is a real problem, as it doesn't take much antifreeze to be poisonous to cats, as I'll discuss a little bit later. So the signs and symptoms of antifreeze poisoning in cats can be broken down really into three stages. In stage one, that starts as early as 30 minutes after consuming the poison, and it can last for about 12 hours or so. It's characterized by nervous signs, and that includes incoordination, wobbliness, disorientation, and mental depression. You're also likely to see vomiting alongside an increase in thirst and urination. Stage two takes place between hours 12 and 24 following poisoning. And during this time, your cat actually might seem to be improving, but really underneath the surface, irreversible damage will be taking place. And stage three is when complete renal failure takes place. Urine stops being produced and the symptoms of this include lethargy, anorexia, dehydration, vomiting, diarrhea, oral ulceration, salivation, uh, fast heart rate, fast breathing, possible seizures and coma. The 
kidneys also might be swollen and painful on examination. And as you can imagine, this is ultimately then fatal. So not all cats will progress in exactly this order and in this time frame. Even so though, it's clear that the poisoning is both fast acting and rapidly fatal. But how is ethylene glycol poisoning then diagnosed? Well, it can be difficult. There are test kits available, but they're not very accurate with some medications causing a false positive result, and they might actually not be sensitive enough in cats to pick up all cases of poisoning. So they could incorrectly come back as a negative result. In my experience, this means that most practices will not even stock these tests. A blood test though, to look at general body and organ health will often be the first thing to be run in any cat showing some of the symptoms that we've discussed as a result of antifreeze poisoning. So these won't show specific changes that only antifreeze can cause, but instead they'll show changes that are due to acute kidney failure. Now this can be due to different diseases of which antifreeze poisoning is just one. Urine testing though is also very useful and in some cases can confirm the diagnosis of ethylene glycol toxicity. And what your vet will be looking for here really is the presence of certain crystals within the urine. So these are only present after about three hours post poisoning and once a certain amount of kidney damage has taken place, urine stops being produced and so crystals won't be seen in any urine that is present within the bladder. Also some antifreeze products contain a dye that can cause the urine to glow under UV light, so that can be another thing to look for. And based on the test results, your vet may wish to do other tests such as abdominal x-rays or ultrasound before reaching a working diagnosis of antifreeze poisoning in your cat. How then do we treat antifreeze poisoning in cats if we suspect or if we know it has occurred? Well, needless to say, treatment must begin as early as possible and it must be aggressive if it has any chance of succeeding. This is not a poisoning where treatment can be carried out at home on a tight budget. If it's to be attempted, it must take place in the veterinary clinic and it may prove to be pretty expensive. So to start with, your cat may be made to vomit um, if there's any poison within the stomach that can be removed. But the issues to this are that it's only really useful in the first hour of poisoning. Um, it shouldn't be done in any cats that are showing nervous symptoms and cats are notoriously hard to actually make vomit in the first place. The next step is to try and prevent the formation of these toxic breakdown chemicals. And this can be done with repeated intravenous ethanol or alcohol injections. There is also another drug called fomepazole, which can be used if available. Although in, again, in my experience, that's often not the case. And then finally, supportive care is given to try and maintain hydration and support kidney function and control any other symptoms of poisoning a cat is suffering from. So the big question then, how much antifreeze will kill a cat? Well short answer is not a lot. Simply walking through a puddle and then licking their fur clean is likely to mean that a cat ingests enough antifreeze to be fatal. And this is not just because cats are so small, they are in fact also over three times more sensitive to ethylene glycol toxicity than dogs. And the toxic dose in cats of undiluted antifreeze is 1.4 mil per kilogram body weight. And this means that a standard 10 pound or four and a half kilo cat only needs to drink a little over six mil of antifreeze to develop fatal poisoning. A teaspoon of ethylene glycol could kill your cat. So what is the prognosis for a cat that's been poisoned? Well, it's not very good. Ethylene glycol poisoning has a reported fatality rate of around 91 to 97%. And to be honest, I'm surprised it's not higher. If you know your cat has been exposed to antifreeze, as soon as it happens, then you need to get them to your vet immediately. 
And if that's the case, the prognosis might be actually good. But the reality is, is that most cases, we only know something's wrong when too much damage has already taken place for a cat to stand any chance of survival. And often it may well in fact be kinder to consider euthanasia rather than treatment once the diagnosis is confirmed, unless you're catching it really early. So prevention then is clearly better than cure for such a terrible deadly poison. And really the energy spent trying to prevent it is worthwhile and it's not rocket science. So the first step is to keep any products containing ethylene glycol safely locked away. You don't even want to give your cat the chance to lick the outside of a container. Disposing of empty containers to prevent this is also very important. If possible, you could also switch to an antifreeze product containing propylene glycol rather than ethylene glycol, but unfortunately they're not always available and where they are they're often quite a bit more expensive than our normal standard antifreeze products. Now some antifreeze products have a bittering agent added to make them less appealing to drink, but really it's unclear just how effective this is in cats or dogs or even children, um, and especially when cats only need to consume such a small amount for a fatal poisoning to occur. You know, by all means use these products, but don't let them change how careful you are in using them and storing them. So the next thing to do to prevent antifreeze poisoning in cats is just to take great care when you're using any products. Try and avoid spills, and if there are any accidents, then make sure the mess is cleaned up thoroughly straight away. Also keep your cats away whenever you're handling these chemicals. Finally, check your car radiator regularly and immediately repair any leaks. You don't want a puddle of liquid forming under your car, especially when it's cold and the warmth of an engine may actually be quite attractive to a cat. So have you ever had a cat suffer from antifreeze poisoning? Please leave your story in the comments down below just to help other cat owners understand what it is like and how serious it can be and how important prevention is. Also make sure you check out my other articles on common cat poisons so you can do your best to protect your cat from anything else that might be toxic to them. And until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health because they're family. Okay, so I hope that gives you a few pointers. And if it's getting colder for you, then I hope it makes you kind of realize just how careful you need to be and how important it is that we prevent antifreeze poisoning rather than try and treat it. So also just want to say apologies for the fact that this podcast is um, a day or so late. Um, I thought I had recorded it and had set it, scheduled it to, to be released, but obviously um, I was thinking about something else. But hey, that's life. We'll certainly be on track uh, next week, hopefully on, on time. Um, but yeah, that's it from me. If you've got any thoughts, then make sure you head over to the show notes that I'll link um, in the, the notes to this podcast. Um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on anything. Also, if you've got any questions that you want to ask me, if there's a topic that you'd like me to cover in the future, then please just let me know. Um, over the coming month, um, I've got a lot of different topics kind of ranging from, um, you know, should you breed your dog to how to reduce the stress of vet visits in cats, how to feed your fussy cat is another one and numerous other ones as well. So make sure you stay tuned for those. But until next time, I'm Dr. Alex. This is the Our Pets Health podcast. You take care.